0: Get ready to be transformed. Transformed in your spirit, soul, body, finances, in all areas of your life. As a catalyst, Leanne is passionate about helping you step into your potential and fulfill your deep-seated dreams. If you desire your optimal kingdom upgrade, then this podcast is for you. So grab a notebook and welcome to The Transformational Coach with your host, Leanne Goff. Hey friend, Leanne Goff here, The Transformational Coach, and I am super excited to be with you today. I'm actually sitting here and uh, it's a chilly uh, January day here in uh, Sarasota, Florida. Um, And so I've got some hot chocolate here and we're just going to spend a few minutes together. If you're at home, grab a cup of coffee, grab some hot chocolate uh, or drive to a Starbucks and pick something up, whatever uh, might work for you. So anyway, I want to talk to you today about tempting our testing. I think a lot of us as believers, we get confused on, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm being, God's testing me or, um, you know, I'm being tempted, you know, and we kind of get them mixed up sometimes. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And there are tests, God will test us and there will be tests that we'll go through. And we probably have been through you. I've been through them. I know I almost every single one of these tests I'm going to talk to you about here in a minute. Um, I've been through them, uh, in my short years of life, uh, I've been through all of them. And so we just need to make sure that we know when we're being tempted, when we're being tested. And let's just start off to say, um, God doesn't tempt us. His word says he doesn't tempt us. Um, The enemy will tempt us, and then God will test us. Uh, The enemy doesn't test us. He tempts us. God's the one to test us. And so, uh, but you know what? God brings tests in our lives for upgrades, for promotions, for training, for reigning is what I call it. I've gone through my testing through life and, you know, it's helped me uh, to prepare me to reign um, in places that I never could have reigned or rule or understand authority before. And, you know, we are all in the school of training for reigning. Immense school of training for Rainy. And part of my training for Rainy actually took place um, it, through my spiritual father life. You know, I went through people go, Did you go to seminary? No. Did you go to Bible school? You know, you're a missionary, you're a pastor, you're an evangelist. Did you go to, you know, um, School of supernatural ministry, Bible school, seminary. I'm like, no, I went through five and a half years, well, more than that, of training for reigning with a man named Leif Hetland. And so, and I'm thankful for it because it helped me prepare me for where I am today, what I get to do today. So um, there are actually eight critical areas of testing each of us will go through in our training for reigning. Um, God doesn't, again, God doesn't tempt us. You know, we get, we get tempted when we get these thoughts uh, put in our head. And uh, a lot of times those thoughts come in, we allow them to come in uh, because we are in a place we shouldn't be at. And I don't mean just, you know, uh, physically, but emotionally or mentally we're in a place where we let things come in or we listen to the the pigeon instead of the dove. A lot of times we're, we're listening to the pigeon and we get that mess that the pigeons leave on you, you know, and, uh, and so, uh, and, and, James 1, 13 to 14, it says, let no one say when he is being tempted, I'm being tempted by God for God cannot be tempted by evil. And he himself does not tempt anyone. Do you get that? He doesn't tempt anyone. It doesn't say he doesn't tempt the weak or the strong or the male or the female, et cetera, et cetera. No, he doesn't tempt anyone, but each one, Every one of us guys is tempted when we are carried away and enticed by our own lust. That could be lust of money. That could be lust of the flesh. That could be lust of, you know, material things. I mean, food, lust of food. Oh my gosh. We could talk about that right now, but we won't go into that. But I know a lot of people, they are in bondage to food. They lust after food. I talked to, listen, I talk to a lot of Christians, a lot of believers, pastors, ministers. They, uh, Leah, I'm, I'm an emotional eater. I'm a stress eater. I'm like, no, you're an addict. It's just like, it's a legal addiction. Like you can go to the store go to a restaurant or drive through, and you can actually get what you want. And, uh, and nobody's going to question it. Okay. Um, and so we allow these thoughts to come into our head and we are allowing temptation to come in. And from that temptation, lots of things can be uh, birthed. Um, God doesn't, God does test us though. All right. He does test us to make sure that we are heading in the right direction with our assignment, our purpose, our destiny in life. Because he literally, you know, guys, when you, how many of you went to school? You went through, you know, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, grammar school, middle school, high school, and a lot of you went through, you know, college, university. Um, did you have tests when you were in school? Like, I cannot even begin to count the tests I had in my school years, okay? A lot, a lot of tests. Why? Because I had to be qualified to go to the next level. If I did not pass the test, then I was not ready to go to the next level for the next phase of my life. And so, you know, in all of my years of school, uh, well, maybe not kindergarten or pre-kindergarten, but the rest of the time I had tests. And if I failed the test, guess what? I had to take the class over. How many of you have had to take a class over? Like, I don't like taking classes over. Um, So, but when I passed, that meant I got promoted to the next level. God tests us to see if we're ready to handle the next level of promotion, the next assignment on our lives. And so he will test us. Exodus 2020, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid for God has come in order to test you. One day, just pick up your your Bible and just look, or do a study on the word test and see how many times Um, God's kids got tested in the Bible. And he tests us today. You know why? Because he loves us and he wants to make sure that we're prepared, that we are studying, we are learning, showing ourselves approved to be able to go to the next level, the next um, the next place in life. So he says, uh, Moses is telling him God um has come in order to test you, and in order that the fear of him may remain with you, so that you may not sin. All right. And then in Deuteronomy 8:16, in the wilderness he led you. I'm sorry, in the wilderness, he fed you manna, which your fathers did not know that he might humble you and that he might test you. There you go. There it is again, test you to do good for you in the end. God will test us. He doesn't tempt us, but he will test us. Who tempts us? Satan does the enemy of our soul, our spirit, our mind, our body. He tempts us. God tests us. Satan tempts us. Okay, you got that? I mean, what does it say? Even it said that the spirit um, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Who was he tempted by, though? He was tempted by the devil. If you are the son of God, turn these stone into bread because he had become hungry. If you are the son of God, you know, bow down, worship me, and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the kingdom. And um, if you are the son of God, throw yourself off of the pinnacle of the the cathedral um, and then um, in his... his angels will come and catch you and rescue you. Okay. So say um, Satan tempted Jesus. God did not test him. Then he was tempted. um, He tempted him, but it was the testing in the wilderness that Jesus went through. Okay. So even in our times of temptation, we will be tested to see Satan's going to tempt us, but God will allow us to be tested to see, okay, we're going to take this opportunity to be tested and not tempted. That's what Jesus did. He was tempted by the devil, but he went through tests and he came out on the other side, thriving. He was victorious. Then he went into his ministry. Then he started doing signs, wonders, and miracles. So even though the enemy tempted him, he passed the test because ultimately it was about him passing tests uh, through the temptation. So you may be tempted, And we allow those temptations to turn into you passing a test. All right, so let's talk about the eight testings from God. There's more testings, but this is probably the top eight, all right? So there's the pride test, Genesis 37. And these are all tests um, that Joseph went through. We call them the, the eight tests that Joseph went through. He went through training for reigning, right? Joseph went from the pride test, and he even went from the pit, Joseph Joseph made the pit his palace okay he went through the pit test so that he could he could thrive in the palace okay so the first test is the pride test in Genesis 37 we all know it he's coming to his brothers he's had a dream hey man I had a dream and you're gonna bow down and worship me and everything well there goes the pride test it worked too well for him did it all right then he went through the pit test when his brothers are like ah you know what we're gonna throw you in a pit and we're just gonna let the gypsies come along and and grab you and do whatever they want to do to you. And we'll tell dad, you know, that you got eaten alive by an animal. Um, then you have, he had the prosperity test. All right. Prosperity test is when he was given charge over all of Pharaoh's stuff. Um, or was the Pharaoh, I think it was Pharaoh. Yeah. Um, when he was given, um, all of, you know, all everything, given that, um, you know, how many have you gone through the pit test? Do you feel sometimes you're in in the pit, you know, and you come out pitiful, how many of you, you, know, oh my gosh, I've just been in a pit lately and yeah, and you look pitiful. Okay. Um, how many go through the pride test and then God has to humble you. Okay. You fall flat on your face and you have to eat humble pie. Um, then we talked to pit, pit test, the prosperity test. We go through that. I listen, guys, a few years ago, I went through in a season of a few months, I went through prosperity tests. I went through, God brought three different people in my life. And one of them immediately after spending about, I don't know, about five hours with this person, I turned to my assistant, Sony and I said, this is a test. I knew this person had a lot, a lot of, I mean, like lots and lots and lots of money. And, um, but I knew that it was a test about money. And that God was, and, and I told Sonia, I said, I don't want anything from this person. See, when you need somebody or you need something, you're not free. And I said, I don't want anything from this person. I know this is a test and I want to come out on the other side and be blessed. And that I know that I don't, I don't need anything from anybody. All I need is from my father. And so we, I had three prosperity tests, um, and within a few months and I thankfully, 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 listen, I haven't passed every test God's put me through. I'm going to tell you that right now, but those three tests I passed because I recognized them. And um, it's like you know how many had pop quiz in school, all right? And you come in in this classroom, and the teacher's like, "Okay, put all your uh, books underneath your desk, take out a pen and a piece of paper, we're going to have a pop test, and you're like, "What? oh!" oh. I played video games all last night. I didn't study for anything or whatever. And then, you know, and so it's a pop test. That's like, and sometimes God will pop. I'm going to test you. And are you ready? And we're not ready, but you know what? We can be ready because we're, again, we're just making our focus on him. Then there's tests we, we know about, Hey, I'm going to have an exam, you know, this coming Friday in math or history or science or whatever. I need to make sure I'm prepared for it. That's really the best way to do the test. So I had those prosperity tests. I passed all of them. There were financial tests. People who had had money, very, very, very well blessed with money, and I recognize every single one of them. Oh, this is a test. This is a test. I don't need anything from these people. Just gonna love them. Just want to be their friend. That's it. And um, you know what? I passed all those tests. And um, because of that test, uh, God has you know uh, been able to bless us, um, and we got promoted uh, with uh, finances. So then we had the promotion test. All right. Um, Joseph went through the promotion test. Um, and then he went through the purity test. Remember that? Oh my gosh. It was the, uh, was it Pharaoh's wife? I think it was Pharaoh's wife, um, or second in command or whatever. And, uh, it was Pharaoh. It was his wife came and, you know, she was lusting over Joseph and everything. And, you know, she came in and tried to seduce him and, um, he didn't give in. Thankfully he didn't give in. And, uh, she accused him of, you know, raping her and he get, he got thrown in what he got thrown in the prison. So then he went through the prison test. How many of you ever felt like, boy, I just feel like I'm locked up. You know, I'm in a prison. You know, I I just feel like, you know, I I just, I have no freedom. Well, maybe you're going through a prison test and uh, you feel like all four walls are closing in on you. Um, But again, uh, Joseph knew how to make the prison the palace before he ever got to the palace. He knew he created his palace in the prison so that when he got literally to the palace, He had gone through the test and passed them all that he knew not how to reign. You know, he had gone through his training for reigning. So there's the prison test. um, And then Joseph had the palace test. Now, look, a lot of us get to the palace and we think we're big shots. Well, I've arrived and this and that and everything else. Not Joseph. Joseph, by this time, had gone through Uh, six previous texts tests and he had been broken down um, that he knew it was only God. He was alone. He had no family with him. Uh, Egypt had become his family. Um, He was second in the nation except for Pharaoh and what was going to happen and be, be said and done except for Pharaoh. And um, you know, he just, um, yeah. So here's the palace. It's handed to him on a, a silver platter, but you know what? He stewarded it. Well, he'd gone through enough tests that he could inherit the palace. Then what came this is like the hardest one probably for most of us seriously the pardon test so joseph went through the pride test the pit test the prosperity test the promotion test the purity test the prison test the palace test the pardon test they're all in genesis go and read all of those uh the whole story everything's in genesis there so he goes through the pardon test this is probably the hardest one for all of us the pardon test is when we have to forgive When we have to forgive, or we get the, we get the choice to forgive. That's what the test is about. Will you forgive? Will you not forgive? If you forgive, you're going to get promoted. If you don't forgive and you'll get to go into the next phase. If you don't forgive, then you know what? You're going to have to take the test all over again or the class all over again, basically not even the test, the class all over again. And so, you know what? We know the story that his brothers came and that had thrown him in the pit that led him into eventually the prison, you know, if it would have been in the pit then he probably never made it to the prison, but then he would have never gotten the promotion and gotten to the palace. Okay. Um, so you know what, we have our, our pit tests and our prison tests, but you know what they promote us. If we pass, we go on to the next phase, the next season, then we get promoted, we get promotions and then we get placed in the palace. And so here he is with the pardon test and his brothers show up because you know what, uh, there's a famine in the land and their family needs food. Not only, um, Egypt, but Israel needs food. And here his brothers show up. He takes his younger youngest brother, um, Benjamin. And then um, you know what they he reveals himself to his brothers that he is actually Joseph. And of course, they freak out like, are you serious? Can you imagine what his brothers must have gone through? And they're like, like, dude, like you're like in the palace. Like what happened to you when we throw you in, we threw you in the pit? How did you get that from that pit to this to the palace here? How, how, what happened to you? They don't know anything about his purity test, his promotion test, his prosperity test, his prison. They don't know anything. They just know that last time they saw the, him, a couple of his brothers, was in a pit. Now, years later, he's in a palace and he's grown up. And of course, his dreams have come true. And he, Joseph could have stood there and go, yep, yep, yep. Ha 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 ha. I told you I had those dreams and they were real. Now you're going to bow down and worship me. No, he didn't do that. He had been humbled by his test that he went through. And here he is. And he's, he forgives them. And God reunites them. So, friends, a lot of times, you know, in life—not a lot of times, but like, yeah, a lot of times—we go through a pardon test, a forgiveness test. And in that pardon test, um, we have to go through um, forgiving. And a lot of us don't want to forgive; we just want to hold on. And when you hold on, that person you're not forgiving is really controlling you. What if if Joseph would not have forgiven his brothers? Probably, you know, honestly, he probably forgave his brothers a long time before his brothers showed up at the palace. You know, I I really because I don't think he would have gotten the prosperity and the promotion and the palace and everything if he wouldn't have forgiven way, way back then. He probably sat in the prison going, God, I don't know how I got here and everything, you know, my brothers. But, you know. Uh, I know you have a plan for my life. I don't understand how this is all. going. To, well, he, got, he You know, he even got promoted in the prison. Can you that's really when when great things are happens, when you even get promoted in the prison. He didn't have to wait till he got out. He got promoted in the prison. But, you know, he, he probably sat there in that prison and he probably chose like, you know what? God probably spoke to him and said, you know what? You need to let go of your brothers. You need to, you need to forgive them and let go of them. I've got this. I've got your back. I'm going to take uh, care of you because all things work together for good. Watch me. Trust me. What am I going to do? Friend, do, are you watching your God? Are you trusting your dad? Do you know your father has your back? He really, really, truly does. And so, um, so here he is, and he's choosing to forgive. And that's where most of us, we're not willing to forgive. And we hold on to our past. Uh, we, we hold on to the bitterness, uh, unforgiveness has three co- cousins, um, anger, um, bitterness and resentment. And you know what resentment is? It you re send something, a negative for a negative, if you re send somebody did something to you, well, I'm gonna get back at them. So I'm gonna re back to them. And you know what? Most of the time we meant to do it. So that's resentment. So the three cousins of unforgiveness is bitterness, anger, and resentment. And all of those will eat you alive. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about, because I held on to a lot of anger, bitterness, and resentment for many years. And then in 1984, my time with Youth With a Mission in Texas, uh, man, God just said, you need to forgive. You need to forgive or you can't go any further from here. And it was hard. I mean, it was like, whoa, my heart was being pulled out. But you know what? I made a choice. Forgiveness is a decision you make. It's not feelings. It doesn't mean that what the person did was right. It doesn't mean that they could go do it again. It gives them a license to uh, do it to you again or somebody else. Um, forgiveness sets you free. May not set the other person free. Well, it does set them free for God to do what he needs to do in them, but it sets you free. You're right at the moment. It's not about the other person. It's about you being obedient, forgiving that other person or people or you could. You might have to forgive the government. Who knows what you You might have to forgive your the, the corporation you work for or, you know, uh, who knows what you got to forgive. You may have. Forgive somebody that, you know, did something, drove past in a car and did something um, and you don't even know who the person is and you have to choose to forgive them because forgiveness about you and God, not you and the other person. And so. A lot of people hold on to the unforgiveness and it stops them in their tracks. And then they wonder, well, I just don't I don't feel like I get anywhere with God. I just don't know what his purpose is for my life. And, you know, he just never talks to me and this and that. It's like that's because you're probably holding on to some resentment or anger or unforgiveness or bitterness or something. And listen, bitter fruit roots produce bitter fruit, bitter roots produce bitter fruit. And, you know, you don't want bitterness in your life because, man, if you've got some bitter fruit, they ain't gonna be many people. that are gonna to want to hang out with you. We talked about that in another podcast. Nobody likes hanging out, uh, you know, uh, with bitter bitter fruit or you know, tasting of your bitter fruit. They want to taste and know that he, he is good, like your fruit is good. And so, um, anyway, there's all these tests we go through. Again, we go through the pride test. You can find all of these in Genesis. It um, gen- starts in Genesis 37 all the way to Genesis 45, and these are all the tests of, of Joseph the pride test the pit test the prosperity test the promotion test the purity test the prison test the palace test the pardon test and i don't know what test you're in right now probably every single one of you listening right now you're in some kind of test you're in the purity test or the prosperity test or the pit test you know hopefully you won't come out pitiful all right you're in the 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 pride test You know, you're in the pardon test. I I don't know. You know, you're in the palace test. You're like, wow, I'm in the palace. This is really cool. Just make sure pride doesn't take over um, in the palace test. All right. Um, And so um, anyway, uh, with Joseph, um, you know, he went through all these different tests and he came out really, really, really well. Actually, he came out on top of everything. Um, And that's what I want to share with you today. Whatever test you're in, think about where you're at in your life right now. And maybe you're not in any test right now. Maybe you're in a, a season right now where God's like, OK, uh, we're, we're not going to do any test right now. Just let's just uh, just keep seeking me right now. And uh, but maybe you're in a, uh, you're going through a test right now. Just get with him. Figure out what the test is. You know what? 50 percent of our victory is fi- figuring out what we're going through. The other 50 percent is OK. What do we do with it? So let's say you're going through a. Uh, a pit test right now. Like you really feel pitiful. Okay. You got the revelation. Oh, that's what's going on in my life. I'm in a pit test right now. God's testing me. He's, he feels like he's a a thousand miles away. I feel like in a dark hole, you know what? Okay. So what do I need to do in the midst of this pit test? I am not going to come out pitiful. I'm going to come out, um, you know, prospering and better than ever because my destination is the palace. It is the kingdom of God. And, uh, just, you know, find out from God, you know, Uh, what he's doing. So let me finish with this. Every single year for a few years, uh, going back several years, God would speak to me in December and he would give me a word for the next year. Well, for about three or four years, the word was, I'm going to test you. I'm going to test you. I'm going to test you. And there was one test I went through. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It was about 12 years ago or so. And he told me, he says, I'm going to test your love. I'm like, my love. He goes, yeah, I'm going to test you. Um, You know, how well do you love Uh, Me, how well do you love yourself and how well do you love others? And I tell you what, I was tested that year. I want to say it was probably about 2010, something like that, 2010, 2011. And I was tested in how much I loved God how much I love myself and how well I loved others. And, um, and it was huge test that I went through and I, I, I won't go into everything that happened that year, but I can remember I was, it was the end of December of that year. And I was, uh, going to Cuba and I ran through the airport in Atlanta to board my plane. I was running late and I get on the plane and I sit in the, uh, in the seat, went and snapped my, uh, buckled my seatbelt and immediately I heard guy right before we, we took off for Cuba, he says, you pass the test. And I'm like, excuse me? I passed the test. He goes, yes, you passed the test. You pass the test on how well you love me, how well you love yourself and how well you love others. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. He says, now I'm going to test you um, next year, this next coming year. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like really? He says, I'm going to test your faith. I'm going to test your faith now. And, uh, and that, I won't even go to the details of what happened that next year. I will say that was the year my mother got her upgrade to heaven. And just a lot of things happen. in the next year, a lot of things, I think that was 2012 um, <clears throat> lots and lots and lots of things happened in that year. And God tested my faith. And thankfully I came out on the other side uh, and I passed the test. And then it was the following year um, in 2013, that he actually uh, did the prosperity test. And as I already said, I came out and I passed those tests. And so friend recognize first and foremost, are you being tempted by Satan or are you being tested by God, your dad. All right. And testings are good. They're not anything to run from. They're not anything to be afraid of. Recognize if it's a testing, if it's a temptation, it, the Bible says flee all appearances of evil. Okay. Flee from temptation. All right. Get away from temptation. <clears throat> you know, you don't want to be in that part. And, and now, again, in that temptation, testings can come. You need to discern. Okay. Am I being tempted? I'm being tested. Okay. I'm being tempted. Well, I passed the test of temptation. Will I pass the test of temptation? And then when you're being tested, recognize that. And then just ask Holy Spirit, come alongside of me, Holy Spirit. Like I did help me to love. Well, help me love God. Well, help me love myself. Well, help me to love others. Well. And then when I was went through the test of faith, Holy Spirit, help me to pass the test of faith. I'm going to go through this year. Be there for me. Give me strength. Give me courage. Um, Give me comfort. Give me wisdom. And, um, and then I went through the prosperity test It's like, okay, Holy Spirit, uh, you help and Holy Spirit will come alongside of you and he will help you. So anyway, friend, I hope this helped you today. Um, and as you enter, you can look back in your life and go, oh, now I can see where that was a test. That was a test. That was a test. And if you didn't pass one of those, go back, let's redo it. So you can pass that prosperity test. You can pass that pit test. You can pass that promotion test. Uh, if it was something that you realize, okay, now that was a temptation. But again, remember in the midst of the temptation, you'll be tested to see if you'll pass the the test of temptation. All right. And, um, and then just, um, just enjoy, enjoy it as you go through it, because ultimately God wants to train you for rainy training for rainy is what he's doing in these testings that you will come up on top. Um, you will come out better, not bitter, victorious, not a victim, Um, You're going to come out thriving, not surviving, and you're going to come out being the, the best one God intended to be for your destiny, for your purpose. And for your assignment. So I hope this was a blessing for you today. Um, you know, the eight testings uh of training for raining. And if you were blessed by this, maybe you know somebody else is going through a testing right now. Please, please send up, share this podcast with them, subscribe to the podcast, uh and Goth, the transformational coach. And um, yeah, so until next time, friend, I'm just blessing you, uh, just uh, to be able to really. Uh, know when you're hearing uh, the, the, the dove and when you're hearing the pigeon to make sure that you know what's a test and what is a temptation. And so anyway, signing off for now, friend, Leanne Goff, The Transformational Coach. Until next week, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Transformational Coach with Leanne Goff. You can find out more about Leanne and her resources on her website, leannegoffministries.org, as well as her Instagram at Leanne Goff Ministries. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends and don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen.